So backed by popular demand. Is that really? what we're calling this? Did you say it's popular? Yeah, everyone was requesting me. Yeah. Mostly <laughs> myself. Well, welcome yeah, Charlie, back, when he yeah. when I picked him up from the airport, uh, we were driving home. He was, are you guys recording an episode this weekend? And I was like, yeah, we need to. We, yeah, we're due for one. He's like, can I come on? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not at night and you're not drinking, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, we should actually mention that we're on my back patio. This is the first time we've actually ever recorded during the daytime, ever yeah. outside. Yep. We're piping in the bird noises. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. It's 60 degrees out. It's gorgeous. Yeah, we'll take advantage Very of it. Very little wind. Yeah, and we're supposed to start the episode with what we're drinking. Yes. Why, <laughs> why don't you start, Charlie? Please well, I have, um, I have a nice Nalgene full of Connecticut tap water. Ooh, I've heard good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Some of Fairfield County's <laughs> finest. I'm drinking the uh, Canada Dry Sparkling Seltzer. It's pomegranate and cherry. Wow. It's really nice. Wow, that's yeah. a nice subtle flavor. And I'm drinking the same thing. For those of you who don't know, the Drakes have an unhealthy obsession with seltzer water. We do. Uh, and buy an absurd amount of it. Is it Different possible, flavors. Is yeah. it possible to be unhealthily obsessed with water? Uh, sparkling water in cans, yeah. It's not entirely environmentally friendly. We have considered buying a soda stream. Yeah. Which we feel like would probably help the environment significantly. Maybe. Uh, I just, I mean, I, I, for some reason, I don't know, we haven't. Like, we need another gadget in our house. Right, exactly. Yeah. Lindsay hates, she won't even get a vacuum that is a... Oh, the Roomba. A, a gadget, exactly. Yeah. But we already have two vacuums, so having a third, I think, to her seems a little... Does she use the vacuum? No. Our cleaning lady uses the vacuum. <laughs> it comes out, the truth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well... It'll be one of those things that I'll buy and she'll fall in love with. It was like the Amazon show, Echo yeah, show, yeah, that yeah. she bought. She's like, I don't want that in my house. And she's the only one that uses it now. And now she talks yeah. to it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's pretty classic. Cam. It's her best friend. So um, so back by popular demand, Charlie Kelly, Paperboy's Pod, welcome back to your home state. Yeah. It's and nice to be home. Is it? Really? It, it is, yeah. Well, because right now I'm in the middle of an internship in Hampton, Virginia. Oh, so you're like South Virginia. Yeah, you're like on the in border. Virginia. It is not a very nice place. Really? E- no. <laughs> I know I, we have people in Hampton who listen. So is Hampton? They'll agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> is Hampton different than Hampton Roads? It's Hampton Roads. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I've driven through Hampton okay. on the road. Uh, <laughs> but are you working? You're probably working on a military thing that we can't talk about. I would tell you, but then I'd have to kill you and everyone listening to this. So you'd have to kill two people. Yes. Yeah. Or you could be like Men in Black, and you just go around with the uh, little phaserizer and and wipe their uh, memories. Yeah. Well, I already do that. Oh, you do. So, yeah, (laughs) that's easy. (laughs) There's like a like a coded message that's embedded underneath this whole track that's actually erasing your memory as you listen. Yeah. Most people would probably prefer that after listening. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, I just I wasted a month of my life listening. Yeah. I can't believe I spent an hour listening to trash. You guys don't realize this, but. This is actually the second time we've recorded today. What? I told you too much in the first one. <laughs> Holy shit. So, I felt like I had a pretty bad headache when I woke up. Yeah, there was something wrong. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, welcome back. Uh, I was ta- telling Nate that your family, to me, freaks me out because you're all really good friends with each other. And I assume... Is that weird? Well, it's just different. In this day and age with like this kind of negative atmosphere i think everyone just sort of assumes that families just fight all the time and not that my family did but you guys are like unhealthily friendly with each other where i assume you sing songs together at night and like (laughs) you know you're in that big house and you're like good night charlie good night my lord (laughs) no i mean growing up we were siblings we fought of course we did 
Yeah, uh, yeah. But we also shared a bedroom. Yeah. W- Wait, what? Uh, yeah. The well, three... like a, there was just a big room that all of our beds were in. The so. three boys. Wait, seriously? We didn't like share beds. For, no, no, I... for eight years, almost, uh, the three boys were in one giant bedroom. Uh, wow. And our beds were like that... basically as far apart from each other that they could be yeah, in the right. room. Like the three corners. Yeah, the, the three corners corner of the room. Uh, Did but it then just we smell like, like had... a zoo in there, like the rhino house at the zoo. Maybe. We didn't know. We're just, yeah. just boys. Covered in semen. <laughs> no, we, we were, were yo- younger than that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think when we, we got our own bedrooms, I was probably 12. Yeah. Good time to get your own bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, of course, yeah, we we fought, and we fought with Eleanor growing up. But at this point, you know, everybody's – Eleanor is 25? Yeah. I mean, we're all – about to we're turn all 26. Adults. Yeah. Yeah, she's turned 26. You're right. Uh, we're all adults. So, so now you're just, just like, it? Yeah, figured out how to be adults and get along. It's really nice. That's uh, sweet. It's kind of funny seeing older siblings and the dynamics that they have. Like, if you look at your aunts and uncles yeah, uh, and the way that they interact, and it's mostly in a, a loving, caring way, but when there is a feud, you're like, oh, man, like older people are fighting or there's there's cattiness between right. Cause brother and sister. Right, because as a kid, you assume that it just doesn't exist, that yeah, people exactly. just get yeah. over it, but, yeah, it definitely still exists. Or you so. hear them talking smack kind of behind each other's backs about the way they do stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah I'm yeah. like, I've never done that never caught you guys i don't know i mean like <laughs> yet yeah. yeah i mean obviously there's like the oh god you know nate just being nate but but that's sort of also and and this is probably a little too specific but like the waspiness of like <laughs> at least like my family will never say shit to your face but when you leave the room we'll be like oh dude like that just guy's trash an alcoholic yeah it's just who we are well <laughs> i'm glad that we're known as the siblings that can get along yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, I it is a good thing. My it's, parents I, I, it's wouldn't probably, believe you if you said that to them. I know, right. I know. Uh, and it's not that my brother and I don't get along. It's just you guys are like weirdly close. I feel like somebody said that last night or the other day. Uh, they're like, "Why you guys? Why do you get along with your siblings? It's so weird." Maybe it was you I last. Probably. Week. Maybe it was you. <laughs> I'm really obsessed with the Kelly. The weekend. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but, Adam, do you want to just join the family? Kind of. We could adopt you. Uh, all right, I'd happily do that. Okay. Get in on that granola money. Yeah. <laughs> you could marry Eleanor and then join the family. That no. I, that, she's like basic. I could be her father. You could <laughs> easily be her father. I mean, it'd be like that weird, I, what, I'm 14 years older than her? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Adam, how's 40? 40 is, uh. Speaking of. Wait, when was your birthday? Last week. Wow. Yeah. Happy for, birthday. Thank you. Um, 40 is amazing. It's totally different than anything I've ever experienced in my yeah. life. Uh, no, 40's fine. Bodily functions have just ceased. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I did wake up like the morning of my 40th birthday in pain. Like my back hurt. <laughs> I'd gone for a run the day before. I was just very sore. Like, Ooh, yeah. arthritis. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I like smelled like Ben Gay because I put Ben Gay on my glutes. <laughs> have you gotten used to bran for breakfast yet? Yeah. Oh, you have to. It's the only way to stay yeah. regular. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, but your brother and my wife and a bunch of friends took me out a couple of days after my birthday and I got blackout drunk. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Not even like a little drunk, like blackout i don't remember half of the night good yeah that means you're winning age 40 i hope so i'm trying but we uh, went out for will's 30th birthday last night and everyone left before midnight we, so i i was gonna say for your 40th the reason why i didn't drink for will's 30th last night other than the fact that i had to drive for part of the night but at some point i, I could have gotten a car I was still, I'm still not in the mood for alcohol yeah. from your 40th birthday. <laughs> it was 10 days ago. Everyone got really drunk. Yeah. 
and you're right. Wills was really tame last night. It was pretty tame, but yeah. But this time, on a Sunday morning after your 40th, I was yeah. like, I, I'd never want to touch, think, look, see, hear about alcohol ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm never drinking again, yeah. bro. And then you do it a week later. Well, it started later. out, like I was going one for one, wine and water. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm not going to get drunk today. It's going to be great. And then we get to this one place, and I had balloons tied to my ass that said 40. <laughs> we did that to Will last night, yeah. too. <laughs> so you walk into a bar, people are going to be like, oh, shit, it's your birthday. Let me buy you a shot. And all of a sudden, yeah. tequila shots. And did I have, a, like, a Jaeger shot? Yes. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, what what kind of friends would do that to somebody? And then at one point, there was, a like, a cup that looked like it had milk in it. What yeah, was it? Yeah, I don't – it was called a birthday cake shot. I I think honestly that's the last thing I remember from the night was drinking this and being like what the fuck am I about to drink, drinking it because that's what you it's do. your birthday yeah and uh, probably being like this is fucking disgusting but still drinking it anyway that just sounds like an instant hangover and it's so disgusting. Disgusting. It's probably just all sugar and alcohol well I will say that that morning when I woke up I was like oh I feel great this is awesome still and then drunk. all of a sudden I was like oh shit I'm, I'm still drunk, still drunk. <laughs> oh no oh god yeah hangovers yeah. later good way me. to ring it in yeah. I just I do remember uh, when you left. I went up to you. I was like, Adam, let's go do something. And you looked at me with your mouth closed, but just like ear to ear smile. And you're like <laughs> dancing. And Lindsay was next to you, and she was like, I think it's time for us to go. And you kind of looked at her, looked back at me, and you're like <laughs> nodding in agreement. I was like, yeah. Oh, Adam's really drunk. Okay, yeah. not not respectable. That was bad. And and the worst part is is that my parents were t- were babysitting Malin, so I had to come home. And see my parents as oh, I you, was. Oh, they were here. Yeah, they were at my oh, house. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I. That's why Lindsay wanted to leave. Yeah, but, I don't remember what happened. I just Lindsay said that I came in, kind of gave him like a salute, and then passed out with my clothes on on our bed. Yeah, that's good. So my mom's like, "How's the hangover?" And I'm like, "Fuck, this is not what I Thanks, wanted." Thanks, mom. Mom, you leave 40. me alone. Shut up, mom. Turn the lights off. Close the door. It's funny. Is, how that still is kind of embarrassing, like yeah. being drunk or being hungover in front of your parents. Yes. Even though your parents have gone through it too, and like you're a full-grown adult. Yes. Well, my I, honestly, my mom like never drank and still doesn't. Okay. So what a loser. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she grew up in like the '60s. I'm like, mom, what were the '60s like? But she was in Europe, so she's like, I I don't know. I didn't really live through the '60s. But in Europe, they're doing like hardcore shit. It's that like point, Switzerland. They? they were like hiding oh, Nazi gold okay. and shit. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, if she had done the regular '60s thing, she probably also wouldn't remember it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. So maybe actually she was. There. Yeah. Fully no, I don't think we drank. Yeah. There was the 60s. She was just tripping balls. I, I don't remember. Um, but last night there were a couple uh, gems at Will's birthday. But otherwise it was pretty, it was pretty modest. Mean gems? Like a few, a few drunks. Oh, so this was like a big white drunk. Yeah. yeah. It was not like a, you know going into science talk here it was not like a normal bell curve oh, distribution Jesus. of drunkenness bell curve. it was like you know most people and then like one or two just spiking at the end yeah. but see that kind of sucks like i feel like at my birthday everyone except aside from my wife was very loaded right so it was kind of a general everyone's there but when there's like a few standouts yeah that is kind of embarrassing for those people Exactly, because especially if you are the relatively sober one or stone cold sober one, and you yeah. see that individual who is way beyond everybody else, yeah. you're just like, oh no, and you fully remember it the next day. Yeah, uh, totally. And she or he probably does not. Oh, so you, you like know exactly who these people are? Of course. Was it? Will? She's not going to listen. It's Kira. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nate, come on. And uh, 
cut. But a couple other but people. But she also planned the whole thing and yes. like did an awesome job. Where'd you guys and go? I think what was just was having the, a lot of fun. Deal? And she didn't do, you know, there was nothing embarrassing. No, 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 no. Like so it was a surprise birthday for Will. His oh. birthday's not for 20 days. Oh, wow. um, okay. And so he obviously wasn't even thinking about a, a birthday party. Yeah. Um, but she, she sold it as like a dinner with her parents and cousins at uh, Saugatuck Rowing Club, which oh, is nice. where they go like every three months or something. I, they're either have a membership there or they're associated with the board or something, but they have a stronger connection to the okay. club uh, than just members. Um, so she organized uh, – oh, her cousin's also the general manager there. Uh, so maybe that's it. Oh, that's what she does. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so she organized this um, – At the restaurant up top. No, we were on the first floor in like sort of their cafe oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. event area. Um, just off to the side of the um, uh, the boathouse yeah, and the, the, the shell uh, spot. Um, so she organized a group. She invited a bunch of Will's friends from high school, from college. You know, people came from Philadelphia, from Boston. And you're a weird from the family city. that loves each other. Yes, except for Eleanor. Oh, we didn't FaceTime her last night. Oh, I did. No, we did. I did right after wow, we surprised Will. Wow, maybe you were Will. drunk last night. Oh no, it was it was like right after we surprised Will for about oh, okay. one minute, and then all right, good. At least you got the call. Uh, uh, we so, got some wind blowing in here. I can hear it. Yeah. On the mic, yeah. yeah. Well, it adds to the okay. to the flavor of, of what we're doing. Here. Yeah. Next um, time we could do it in like a storm. And I just, love it. Yeah. yeah. Done. Or you know what we could do is just get like uh, a bunch of uh, piece of plywood boards and stick foam to it and try and make our own little recording studio outside. External. That blocks out the down. wind, but it's still outdoors. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Will was entirely surprised. All these friends came from. Did you he know, cry like a bitch? No, but he came around the corner. You could tell he was just like, "What?" His, his What's eyes going were on? red. He was. Buddy? He, yeah, he teared up a little bit. Oh, oh Will. Yeah. He's um, a sensitive one. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Kira put together uh, a really awesome night, and it was nice of her to do that. And so she was probably maybe and she like, got loaded. Yeah, she was like, "Hell yeah, I'm taking advantage of this open bar that we've got here. I'm taking advantage oh, wow. of going to the next place and drinking margaritas." So. Let's do it. Yeah, those margs were to big too. Really? The, did you not have one? No, I, uh, I, I seriously, I had it was a like beer. A full mason jar, like it. It was hard for me to finish. Ooh, yeah. That's a lot of like sugar. And it was tequila. so sweet. They yeah. have really good drinks there. Yeah. Uh, the food is mediocre. Yeah, right. It's not amazing. But like, I didn't realize it's it's like a a trashy preppy bar on a Saturday night after ten. <laughs> I think that. That's anything in Westport is a trashy. Yeah, exactly. Bar of course, it's Westport. Um, but I was kind of surprised. Like, did you notice? Any, I mean, just the people that were there were like, mm, there's like okay. a lot of Patagonia I mean, vests. And we we were the, we were the people there, and we <laughs> were the ones wearing. No, but then there was that. Then there was that group that moved in at like ten o'clock or ten thirty. That was probably fifty year olds that were trying to do the exact same thing oh. that all the the thirty and twenty eight year olds were doing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I was like, huh, okay. I also hated the bartender there. Really? Yeah. I don't, it's just See, it's a good thing we're not calling this if you're bored in Connecticut, because then they're going to hear it. You know, if we if we had marketed yes. this to the Connecticut yeah. people, yeah. then they would hear it. Okay. First of all, it was bored in Connecticut. Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. You guys always say if you're bored in Connecticut. That makes me sound like I suggested a terrible name, because that's a terrible name. <laughs> it is a terrible name. <laughs> bored in Connecticut. Bored in Connecticut. Yeah. Born. Ooh. Born in Connecticut. Born you in Connecticut were. is good. Shit, I wasn't. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're um, not allowed on this podcast anymore. But I'm sure a lot of people can relate, even though if they don't know what Viva Zapata is or Sagatuck Rowing Club, everybody's got that that weird, trashy bar that also has people that are trying to still feel young. And I wouldn't say uh, Viva's is trashy, though. I think you can get it. Yeah, you're I right. Think, it's I think you're not. just a snob. 
Maybe I wasn't <laughs> drunk enough. Very true. <laughs> no, we've we've been to some pretty divey bars in Westport. Not no, not in Westport. Saying outside of Westport. Honestly, it's probably the trashiest bar in Westport, or diviest bar. But yeah. what is? I mean, but that's what's not, the yeah. bar for trashy? Right. Go to Hampton yeah. Roads and it's like a Michelin star restaurant. And uh, I don't even know if there are like bars in Hampton. Right. It's like all strip malls and and navy. Yeah, I mean there are obviously bars. Yes, and I'm sure there are bars on the base. Whoa, I don't know, dude. We can't yeah. talk about this. Come on, man. Yeah, this is this Pretty is how sure. the first recording got. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we ended the first one. Yeah. This is like the uh, what's that Tom Cruise movie? The Live Die Repeat, The Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, oh we yeah, we can't yeah, get yeah. through a full podcast. Dude, that movie we keep is fucking up. Sick. That was a really really good movie. Yeah, yeah. And Emily Blunt was awesome in it. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about boats before this. Speaking of being on the water, let's just go from preppy rowing trashiness to. But I'm just saying because it's like nice out right now. It'd be nice to be on the water. Yeah. So Nate and I were at a yacht show yesterday. Yes. I, I heard in yeah. Greenwich. Yeah, in yeah. Greenwich, uh, as one is. You want to talk about Patagonia vests? Holy yeah. shit! So do you do you see the news that came out? I th- actually, I think I sent you the article. Yeah. About uh, the, the Patagonia won't sell the Tecker. Patagonia won't firm. sell. Won't do corporate deals with companies that don't have some sort of social mission woven into their mission statement and and company like, fabric get, get whatever over yourself yeah Sorry. exactly so they won't sell the well, finance bros their their patagonia vests anymore i mean i i they're in a tough position because patagonia tries to market themselves as this like hippie like let's go out and explore the world thing but their vests are like 120 dollars. i know right? they're not yeah. they're very socially conscious like they invest Absolutely. in national parks and all that kind of stuff but at the same time they're but the average person can't, can't afford them can't. here's so. here's my take on this news only knowing whatever the headline you told me nate but i think that they are going to get a win-win out of this because they're those finance bros are not going to not order the Patagonia. They'll just not <laughs> they can just, get the 40% discount and right. just pay oh, full price. Yeah, yeah, just pay full so price. Patagonia will make point. more money from them and more props from the crunchy crowd. Yeah. That's, so, actually, that's really true. Or enough companies going to say, fine, screw you. Somebody's going to create a spin-off company as if there aren't enough, you know, small clothing companies out there right now that is going to be directly marketed towards the finance crowd and the vest that it, they need. I mean, isn't that like Barber? No, but I'm saying, no, I'm saying an exist, entirely you know? different, an entirely different company, like somebody bird dog style, is going to say, "All right, screw this. I'm making vests for the finance companies that can no longer buy Patagonia. It's going to be just as good quality, and it's going to be in your face, Patagonia." Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that Patagonia is not not selling them the stuff. They just said yes, we, we're not giving you the corporate bundle thing. Yeah, they right. can't stop them from going to the store and just buying it on their own. Yeah, I mean, but like, how far does that logic go? Like, our rowing team got a corporate rate from Patagonia, but we don't have a mission yeah, statement they, that gives back to. That's the point. The they may not. They may not support those deals anymore. That that can't be. It's honestly, I I bet that it's just a business decision where they're like, we're not making enough profit on these corporate things. No, I don't think it's that how they're do, not making enough profit. How do we end it without pissing people off? <laughs> I think they're making plenty of money that they're like, we have the power to do this. It's like um, REI being closed on Black Friday. Yeah. You know, that's kind of crazy that a, a, a store, both physical and online, that says, no, we're not making any sales on Black Friday. No, but so that's that, again, is what I think. It's just a marketing decision where, like, you're sitting here thinking, wow, look what, they, look what they've foregone for this. But in reality, no one actually goes to any store on Black Friday. Everyone orders online anyway. Are you and fucking it's not crazy? Like Have you ever seen the mobs that go to these stores? That's like stores? hardly a thing. That's like only a thing at like Walmart now. I mean, like, maybe, you're right. Like, 
It's REI doesn't shut source. down their website on Friday. They're not boycotting Black Friday. They should. They're making everyone Wait, think they, that that's. Are what they shutting doing. it down? They they don't. No, I, I think no. I you think you, I, I've been on the so. website and ordered stuff <laughs> yeah. on Black Friday. See, that, then that would be the true thing. Yeah. yeah. If they did that, that would be hashtag cool. opt outside and order mobile while you're hiking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like they just make you think that like they've made this. Oh wow! Like they're really interested in my well-being, but they're st- they're selling more stuff than they probably did before. Yeah. So. But maybe it's also to help their employees too. Like the last thing you want is to like leave your Thanksgiving dinner early so you can go open the store at two a.m. Right? Okay, like, but is REI open on Christmas Day? Probably. No, I no stores it. open on Christmas Day, except for like a, a Chinese food restaurant. On Christmas Day? No, no, there are so few. Okay, but like I guess I can't, I can't think of a better holiday. Maybe it's like, like an exclusively that, that Jewish open, neighborhood. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but July Fourth, you're not necessarily with your family. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. I think all I'm, Who I'm are too you, cynical. Charlie, coming on our podcast, <laughs> spreading lies, like, fake news. You know, mega corporation REI is not like suddenly making this big decision just out of the pure yeah. goodness of their heart. You're totally right. Not Absolutely. that it's a bad thing. It's it's just marketing. It's, it's good, but it's, it's just marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So that reminds me of something. It's a little bit off topic, but in this whole era of consumerism. Uh, you guys ever been to grocery stores and there are the little kids grocery carts? Yes, that my have daughter the flag loves them. that stick up that say "customer in training." Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> that's wow. That's corporate America. Isn't I, I know I like, ne- that never occurred to me how weird exactly. That is, and I you know I saw it all the time. And as a kid going to our local grocery store, I yeah. loved pushing that yeah. thing around. Like it was my cart and it was my yeah. size, and I, I it was like fascinating to yeah. me. And I see kids still do that when I go yeah. in and out of these grocery stores, but. I, I picked up on it probably a month ago. I was like, wait a second. This is so fucked up that there is a flag sticking up on this kid's cart. Yeah. Who's, you know, his parents or her parents are spending their hard-earned money on, on buying their food and groceries. Yeah. And that kid is, especially in this area, just like sticking his hand in the shelf. Mom, I want this. I want that. And just like throwing it into his cart. And there's this little flag waving customer in training. Like we're making the next little consumer monster that's going to come yeah. in here and spend yeah. all his money and create all this waste and you're absolutely right like it's shitty it's fine if it doesn't have a flag like it's fine like my daughter yes. likes to just participate yeah. but yeah the customer in training is a little like, it's it's like yeah. it's literally waving it's in your face i think kids just like doing things that make them feel like they're an adult like it's yeah true. pretending absolutely yeah, yeah. okay then yeah. pull out your wallet and pay for the damn groceries <laughs> yeah, exactly. like whatever's in your cart is yours <laughs> yeah, <right>? exactly yeah. <laughs> you buy that you yeah. want to be a consumer whore yeah <laughs> open your wallet learn about <laughs> learn about this <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know if you're aware, but the last month we've done this challenge where we're meditating or we were meditating. Yeah, I've been listening. And we haven't discussed the end of it. Oh, you're right. We didn't. So I missed three days, but I still did an average of 14 minutes of meditation a day. Yeah. I missed, I missed five days. Uh, and I think my average, because I was trying to catch up, I think my average was like 17 or 18 minutes. That's pretty good. Uh, oh, so Nate wins the contest. Adam, you have to shave your eyebrows off now. All right, it's fine. It's worth it. <laughs> no, because I, I was not. I was not as structured. I think as Adam's. Was. I tried. To, I, I knew that if I wasn't structured, I'd I'd lose it altogether. Yeah. I also found that if I didn't do it in the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, I was like, oh my gosh, it, it, this is a chore. And so. Oh really? Oh, that's. Okay. I yeah. It was weird. I I because I I was really looking forward to the challenge, and I was. I was good about it for the first uh, four or five days of just saying, no, this I'm going to block out the 10 or 15 minutes that I yeah. need for this uh, and was deliberate about following it through one of the apps. And then when we went to Costa Rica, I felt like I could just sort of put myself into into my own meditative state. Yeah. Um, 
unstructured, not having to go through an app or anything. Uh, and when I got back, just like the mad dash of work and everything, I was like, shit, if I don't get this done in the morning at night, I was like, all right, let me lay here in bed for 10 minutes and, you know, make sure that I <laughs> yeah. meditate right. and then go to sleep. Just fall asleep. So you meditate? Have I, you ever meditated, Charlie? Or? Yeah, I've done it a couple times. Yeah. I've never, I've never been good enough about like doing it consistently, you know? Yeah. But like there have been times in my life where I, I've really like needed something and I've remembered like meditation and done it, and it's helped me immensely. It's good. Yeah. Okay. But if I did it right, I don't. I just don't know that I could do it regularly. <laughs> it's tough. It's hard to commit to. And it is. Yeah, because you have to have a, the right like setting, right? You can't like do it at work because no. it's just weird. Yeah. yeah. People look at you. You can't do it in your car because you can't drive with your eyes closed, or you can, but it's dangerous. Unless you have a Tesla. <laughs> Unless you have a Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just it's hard to like find that time. Yeah. It's I, also like I just don't. It's like going to church. I feel like I know that it's good for me and that I will kind of like it, but also it's not rewarding enough like immediately <laughs> for me to just do it. I get it. It feels like more of a chore than, yeah. than a benefit. So what I did say to Adam, I don't know if you heard when we were talking about the, the meditating, I my dreams were much more lucid and vivid. Yeah. Um, and I, I tried to pinpoint it because I had been on and off um, a probiotic supplement. And supposedly, when you get onto a probiotic supplement for the first couple months, your dreams get that way. Uh, and so then the as bacteria you become, affects your dreams. Yeah, that's it's some, weird. It's something about your gut health. Uh, Hold on a second. Let, let's just stop for a second. Scientist. <laughs> Does that make any sense to you? I know you're okay. a rocket scientist and not an organic scientist. Yeah. But this is not my field, but I think that that's legit because I was at a conference recently and... You know, they bring in these, like, plenary speakers yeah. who are from different fields, awesome. or, like, experts in their fields. One of the talks was a guy who does all this kind of, like, bacteria and microbiome stuff. Dude, he said two things that I will probably never forget that still freak me out. So, if you think of your whole body, uh, like, you think of yourself as a collection of cells that are all human cells, right? Mm -hmm. In reality... Only 30% of you is human cells. 70% of you is like bacteria cells. Yeah. Holy shit. It's that hot. Your, your so gut health and your microbiome is a real yeah, thing. Like, that you're, you... more you're more bacteria than you are human. And then if you do it, Whoa. if you count it in terms of DNA, yeah. like the DNA that's in your body, you're only 1% human. And the rest is just 99% of you is, yeah, bacteria. DNA wise. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> crazy. Doesn't that make you feel kind of gross? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. hold your arm out, and you're just looking at like an appendage of bacteria. Just gross shit crawling. It's and not a growing. person. It's a. It's all bacteria. That's fucking nuts. It's scary, so that's right? why food can affect you so much. Like your bodily functions, your your energy, and your sleep. And everything is just because yeah. it's reacting with that bacteria. The, yeah, this is like a really hot field now that like actually could totally revolutionize everything. So they do stuff like, have you heard of like a fecal transplant? Yeah. Yes. It sounds gross and like yes. archaic. And the, <laughs> guy, dude, the guy showed him a, a picture in the, in the thing that was so nasty. It was like these doctors and they literally have, you know, like those fudgesicles that you eat when oh you're a kid? Oh my God. Literally, just... that's what the fecal transplant, it's like a frozen no thing. Way. And they're just, it's just like right up. 
I thought it was like a pill. No. No. I, I thought it was more like a colonoscopy, it's, like, let's get it in there. I, mean, I and think they put you to sleep, but. No, yeah, of course. They yeah, I hope so. They stick a popsicle <laughs> Dude, in your it's like butt? on a stick, and it looks exactly like a fudgesicle. It's so gross. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm never going to look at a fudgesicle. You know what? I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. fine the way I am. Yeah, but I if am. you're that messed up that you need a fecal transplant, like, you'll go for anything. Because that's a, you did an episode about it, didn't you? You guys talked about it on an episode? I think we may have talked about it, yeah. But so the idea is if you're, like, I mean, in your stomach and in your mouth and yeah. in your uh, rectum, I don't know what's the word, uh, you have these different populations of bacteria. Right. And what's crazy is that though the bacteria that live in your mouth are as different from the bacteria in your stomach as, like, we are from cats. Yeah. Like, they're, it's, like, entirely different, like, species of things. But they have to coexist. No and so, yeah, and so they have these, like, really unique populations, and um, and then they take samples from all these people, and they kind of map it out in terms of like what's a normal looking thing yeah and then people whose things get all out of whack and turned into something else are really sick and like this could i mean this they think that this might even be like a cure for cancer maybe one day like it affects everything and so the fecal transplant is like resetting your bacteria to a good you know to a normal state and so how do they even determine what like what's in that fecal transplant like who shit is that it's just someone who is some, in the normal population. Some oh, okay. Super yeah. healthy. So, normal. like, they could just take so, yours so, or mine. There's <laughs> make a so little like a sperm skull. donor or a blood donor. There's a poop donor out there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I want that job. How much does that pay? Um, I mean, I feel like I could probably do it for hundred bucks a day. Yeah. What's crazy <laughs> is that you probably do have to pay like twenty thousand dollars for this fecal transplant. Yeah. That is yeah. literally just. A guy putting a poop dildo in you. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it. I'll do it for a thousand bucks if somebody. Thousand bucks? Yeah, I mean, something you do anyway, right? No, yeah. I'm saying I'll I'll, I'll perform the the transplant. If it costs people twenty grand, I'll do it for a grand. Yeah. You would stick a, a popsicle up someone's butt for a, a grand. A poop popsicle. Dude, you make know, them healthy I mean, again. Take the poop part out. There are people who do that and get off to it for free. Yeah. So. All right, I'm in. Thousand bucks? Hell yeah. Yeah, Adam's like, sure. That was easy to convince me. I mean, I can't no knock problem. you out. I'm not an anesthesiologist, but get some tequila shots. See what you yeah, exactly. You'll be fine. Yeah. You blacked out from alcohol last weekend. <laughs> Sorry. Right, so that's a normal thing that a probiotic supplement would could do that to you, affect you in such a way. Yeah, I mean, but then I you also mean, I don't mean to pretend like that was a definitive answer. No, no, no. Yes. Of course not. But just to give you a sense of how important that stuff is. That's why it's important. And it's yeah. it's documented that people do experience that and and when they come off of a, a probiotic supplement yeah. as your as your gut is sort of reorganizing uh it can be the same way it doesn't have to be you know lucid and and really energetic dreams when you go on it and then all of a sudden dull dreams when you come off of it right um but that was one thing back on the meditation so if um, i cover myself in antibacterial soap will i lose 70 percent of my weight yes Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they say that Purell stuff is really bad for you because yeah, it kills all the good bacteria too, and just ends up making you more prone to getting sick. Yeah. Uh, what I always, what always freaks me out after I use hand sanitizer is it dries off, and I'm like, well, I didn't wash anything away, so now there's just a bunch of dead yeah, yeah. Just all stuff dead. on my yeah, hand. Yeah, exactly. Like, let me go eat, and I'm then still gonna eat fingers. all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's still going in there. It's yeah, just dead. Yeah. How about um. Uh, the story of, uh, you know, when you rub your hands together, the oh, millions of dead skin cells that are just falling off your hands as you're doing that. Yeah. And we told, our dad told his sister when they were kids 
He was like, you know, uh, Liz, when you uh, rub your hands together like this, millions of dead skin cells just and she was rub like a off total your hands. Germaphobe. Total germaphobe. Oh, no. She was. That's cruel. She was a complete. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of the word believer. Um, what skeptic? Or no, not why Jesus Christ! I can't think of the word. Believer, somebody, somebody who believes about? anything. Gullible. Oh, gullible. <laughs> I was thinking gossiper. So I, was like, I know that's not right. <laughs> she was very gullible, and so my dad would stick his hands like over her French fries or dinner plate oh, and just rub his hands that's together. She'd yeah. freak out. That's a classic older brother move, right there. Really we, and we ended up doing it to Eleanor. And she's course. like, "That's disgusting. Yeah. Stop." Yeah. <laughs> Next time I see Eleanor, I'm just gonna do it over that I ever. Or do Eleanor. we? We did it over her head too. Yeah. Just like rubbing dead skin right, cells all over her head. Horrible. You're a horrible family. Yeah. I mean, we'd probably still do it today, but it's like all in love and kindness now. You're just sh- sharing your bacteria. Yeah. Your now we're cells. happy to eat each other's dead skin. So. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, "Oh, Nate, like you're just a fun-loving older brother. Stop." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the nice. Dusting of skin cells. Yeah. So speaking of science and food and what you know or what little you know about food and interactions with I like your body. I like when we come on, we're just like, let's just ask Charlie all the questions that about well, I told him that we're just curious about. I told him I had some, not some bones to pick, but some uh, things to talk about from the last few Paperboys episodes. Oh. Uh, and one of them was the egg one. Oh, we talked you... about it in the car a little bit. Wait, I didn't hear this egg one. Oh, you okay. didn't listen to the egg one? No. Well, sorry. you saw the, the recent news report that like if you have more than three eggs a week, you will get, car- you have a much significantly higher percentage. Well, if you go by any of the oh. headlines, it's you'll die. Is you'll die, but <laughs> so, your your okay. uh, your risk for cardiovascular disease increases a significant amount. Well, I don't eat eggs, so I'm you're good, super healthy. So, you're, so you, you're never gonna die. You will I'm not gonna, die. Yeah. Or will my bacteria least, uh, die? Oh, maybe. Fuck. They probably like eggs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait a minute. Can so the report was you can't have more than three eggs if you want to have more than three eggs. Or due to well, that's what the news. So the news said the news took this study. And as they do, which is the whole reason we have our podcast, right. is they took it and they say, new, you know, new study shows that if you eat more eggs, like, you'll die. Or, it's, you know, it increases, you know, you shouldn't eat more eggs, basically. But okay. what the study really just showed is, like, there is a correlation between essentially the number of eggs that you eat and the incidence of cardiovascular disease events. A direct including correlation. Including death. Yeah. There was, like, a direct correlation. It was literally to the point of, like, each extra half an egg per day increases your increases the mortality rate by like 1.93% or something a day so if so if the regular like baseline mortality rate from cardiovascular disease is 20% right if you took that same population gave them all an extra half an egg per day the rate would be 21.93% whoa and it and it climbs like mo- you know monotonically with the number of eggs yeah. so if you have you know two eggs more per day you're going to go up by 8%. Holy you know? shit. Yeah. But what's I in these eggs that's doing it? It's cholesterol. cholesterol. It's just cholesterol. Yeah. Okay. And so so the, then they also did the link for just the amount of cholesterol you eat per day, yeah. like whether it's eggs or not. And right. that's where the link really comes from. Okay. But they wanted to make it sort of relatable and Intangible, digestible yeah. for people. So they, yep. But the, they the confusing thing to me was that there's the difference between just normal cholesterol levels and dietary cholesterol and ingesting dietary cholesterol because there are studies that have shown no link between eating eggs or anything that has a large amount of cholesterol in it to affecting your cholesterol levels. So that's where I got a little bit lost in the episode and the whole discussion was, well, wait a second, you can have as many eggs as you want, but the the dietary impact of the cholesterol that you're consuming from that is not affecting just your overall bodily cholesterol level. But this study 
or Charlie says that that's not actually yeah. So you the case. you read that into it, but that's not what the study says. Yeah. The study makes no claim about blood cholesterol or anything. They right. just say here's the link that we see. Like if it's whatever, if your body is just a black box, like they say, if you put this much more cholesterol, dietary cholesterol, into your body, whatever the reason, right? It it increases the incidence of. I have a dozen eggs a week. Uh, You're gonna die at least. So, but so that's the thing is like the reason why eggs is such a controversy thing in popular media is that someone will. What I found through going through the process of doing this episode, yeah, I kind of I think I've cracked the code. No pun intended. Ah, uh, that's funny. Uh, the amount of puns that you guys started with in the first seven minutes, I was like, James, shut up. James, <laughs> James was hamming it up. I was like, dude, come on. This, this is an excellent conversation. <laughs> yep, that was used. Yeah. Well, but so I think I've cracked the code where what happens is a study comes out yeah. that shows a link like this that basically says like, you know, if you eat a lot of eggs, it's probably not good for you, which right. is a very reasonable thing to say, right? But I think sure. if you eat enough of anything, it's right. probably not good right, for you. Right, right, right. But people feel very strongly about their eggs. And, and the real problem is that the news loves us to make it a thing and so they are the ones who put out a headline that says you know so if the study says there's a link between egg consumption and cardiovascular disease yeah the news says uh if you eat more eggs it'll kill you oh hey gracie (laughs) (laughs) go ahead keep going (laughs) are we gonna edit this out no go ahead keep going uh so but then the news says uh, oh, if, if you eat more eggs, it'll it'll kill you. Eggs are right. bad for you, or whatever. Yeah. And then people just see that, right? And they get really defensive. And so then the next week, you know, everyone's buzzing about how bad eggs are. So then the next week, everyone releases a bunch of new pieces that say, no, actually, you know, eggs are actually good for you. And this latest study is bogus because of this reason. Right. And you know, but it's all just a reaction to the study that showed it might be bad for you. Right. And then they just go and cite other studies. That are equally dubious that say eggs are good for you, and it's like, okay, <laughs> obviously the truth is somewhere in the middle. Like, just right. don't, yeah. you know, don't eat six eggs a day, but you don't need to eat no you eggs. Need to cut it out. Yeah, yeah. it's right. so the whole reason why people think it's this big controversy, or why it is this big controversy, is just like, uh, it's like a, you know, response reaction. Absolutely. Well, and it's not know. it's not cliche to say food is religion, and yeah. people get latched onto either their diets or the the food that they like to eat and feel good eating and they see that their levels are normal when they go yep. to the doctor and that's that's it that's gospel and that's the bible to them so when somebody refutes that some so-called doctor or nutritionist or scientist they're saying that's bullshit like you're wrong i feel great i'm still healthy even into my 70s or 80s and you know don't you dare question me or tell me what i should or shouldn't put in my body yeah and that's kind of the real problem here is that like all that really matters is your own health what all that all that these studies show is the effect on a large population of people right so what it really meant is that uh, you know if there was a thousand people then when you took that same thousand and added another half egg per day you know 20 of 20 more of them died over that long period right. so like but the other 980 people didn't die Right. You know, they yeah. ate they ate an extra half an egg per day and didn't die. Right. So like of course like if you can eat a bunch of eggs per week and your health is fine, that's between you and your doctor to decide if that's right. Right. You know? It doesn't mean that you need to stop eating eggs. You could stop eating eggs and it's probably gonna be healthy, but But it's a negligible thing. Right. It's, but yeah. so so the problem is that everyone's argument is always like, Oh, well, I eat this and like and my cholesterol is so low and my doctor said I'm healthy as an ox and it's like well then, good. You're <laughs> one of the 980 from this study, but like, right. you know whose voices we're not hearing? The people who died. 
<laughs> you know, fair. they yeah. don't have a chance to tell us like, oh, right. I ate half an egg per day, and and guess what, I died. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny. I every once in a while I'll hear a, a doctor uh, or scientist or nutritionist on uh, one of Joe Rogan's podcasts or some other podcasts that I listen to, um, and whoever is interviewing um, uh, the person will talk about you know. Why are you interested in longevity uh, or why are you interested in alternative medicine and helping people? Uh, and Joe Rogan specifically is always interested in, like, OK, well, what's your diet? You know, what's what do yeah. you eat that's nutritionally valuable? How are you increasing uh, your chances of living longer? And every once in a while, one of them will say, like, I, I got to be honest, I'm a I'm a sucker for fast food or. Yeah. You know, I, I really enjoy my, my Oreos every single night. And all of a sudden, it feels like everything that they were just talking about is completely null and void because they don't specifically themselves follow a, a good diet and they, they eat trash food. So therefore, how are you supposed to tell everybody else that you should be eating particular types of food or engage in this alternative medicine uh, to cure hypothyroidism or something right. when you can't even manage it yourself? Right. And right. it's just weird that... You would think somebody who spends their entire life studying that can just lose their argument <laughs> right at face value by saying they eat McDonald's. Well, yeah. I mean, I get it's that practice what you preach, right? But yes. I, yeah. But do you have to to make it? Does it make it less valid to? It's like when you go to a dentist and he has really shitty teeth. <laughs> totally. You're like, should I not <laughs> yeah. be at this dentist? Yeah. Right. But it's kind of like it's there's some like hypothetical perfect diet that would be the perfect diet for like an app for the average. Yes. But. The average is con- is consisted of just a large number of like variations on things, yeah. you yeah. know. So like every person should not just be eating that one same diet. <laughs> right. Right. It's kind of like I, I think about this a lot in like psychology, and you think of how there's there's a bunch of like mental disorders that are characterized by being different from the normal. Right. And you're like, but is there any person out there who just has like the the perfect normal, like the average brain? Right. Like if you didn't have anything. That person would be like a vegetable, like, yeah, like, just, like yes. you know, like sure, we're all normal people, but we each have like extremely. You're a little bit high on one scale and low on another. Yeah, and the way that our brains operate so differently, and like, yeah. I'm sure each one of us has like something that is in the DSM yeah. that maybe we don't even know about. But so it's like, how do you even quantify that this needs to be fixed or changed? Totally. You know? Yeah. I th- I think the only way you quantify it is that. If it has a negative impact on your life, that's exactly what you it know. Is. Right. So if that's eating exactly three eggs a day does not have a negative impact on your life, then you don't need to change Keep it. Doing it. Yeah. Eating thirty eggs a day might have a negative impact. On I your don't life. think there's <laughs> any chance that wouldn't. Yeah. But there are. There's like a report of you know one of the the oldest person who was a woman to live who died like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But at the time she was the oldest. They're like, what was your diet? You know, how did you live to 119 yeah. years old? She was like, I had a glass of brandy and two eggs every uh, day. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And you're like, well, there's the trick guys. Like yeah. just drink brandy and eat eggs. Just like yeah. smoking cigarettes and cocaine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Then there were people that lived to that age that smoke a pack a day. And that's just, they, they live that way. The yeah. Lucky right? for them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What were you going to say? I interrupted you. No, I had nothing oh, to say. Okay. Well, I just, you said you had bones to pick with Charlie. And well, yeah, the, the, the there's the egg episode. I want um, to see the destruction of the Kelly family right no, here. Yeah, it's about to go down. <laughs> yeah, like it. Uh, the other Ooh. one that was was interesting to me was the F word one. Uh, yeah. Of how we developed, uh, or how diet. Uh, yeah. How dictated like, us. Yeah, the human diet changed the way that we speak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be honest, I phased in and out of that episode because of. Whatever, wherever I was driving, I was in and out of the car. Yeah, I was meditating while driving. <laughs> while listening to the Paper Boys um, pod. So I, uh, 
I can't ask any informative or intellectual questions mm. well, about that episode. What's nice, like a good favorite thing one to bring up? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That's you said you had bones to pick, and that was one of yeah. them. But what, well, it's, what's like a what's a favorite one you've done recently? Honestly, the the egg episode that we just did is yeah. my favorite one yeah. of, of all of them. That's awesome. Like it was, and like honestly, yeah, a lot of times it's like, oh, this latest one that was good. I really liked that. But then when I look back through, there's a lot that I'm kind of like, oh, this that was a better period. Yeah. Uh, the egg one is is for sure the best episode that we've done. So like, what objectively do you think makes speaking. it good? Like, is it just the way honestly, you guys it presented ha- it? Yeah, it, ha- it has everything to do with kind of the mood that we're in when we record. Absolutely. Like sometimes. Because we have to ask each other good questions, but also keep it interesting, like, you know, throw in a couple jokes and whatever. Mm -hmm. And James and I are, you know, extremely close friends, and we have a great rapport. Yeah. But we also spend a crap load of time together. And, you know, with any friend, you spend a lot of time together. Sometimes you have nothing to talk about, and sometimes you have a great, you know, a great chat. So it just depends on that. Yeah. And it's hard. Like, we've been recording remotely. Um, So it's kind of hard to do over, like, a Google Hangout and... Oh, you've been doing it over that. Yeah, because I'm in Virginia and he's in Arizona. We're both oh, on wow. internships. Yeah. So how do you even string that together? Like, what's the? So we both record locally, and then he sends me the file, and I just put them together that way. Uh, Nate's going to pee. Yeah, what? he just like bolted. Where are you just peeing in my woods? All right, see you, Nate. So I was sitting here eating breakfast this morning with my daughter, and a fox <laughs> just like walks right across the. Uh, are you serious? Yeah, like a. Beautiful fox, too. Right on this patio here? No, no, no. Uh, on one of the bridges out, out front. That's cool. Um, but there used to be a fox that lived here that was just mangy. Like, the tail was, like, destroyed. And it yeah. just, I'm, I'm sure it Been died. in a fight, yeah. Somewhere, yeah. But we, I saw it, like, a few times. But this one, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Our nice population. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got it. We got it. Uh, good people moving into this neighborhood. Yeah, finally. Good we have the nice foxes coming back. Yeah. Um, maybe, dude, maybe that first fox got eaten by the koi wolf. Dude, don't even start me with this koi wolf. That's what we should call the podcast, just koi wolf. Koi, yeah, yeah, koi if wolf. If we ever power. have like a podcast company, we're just going to call it koi wolf. Dude, koi wolf would actually be a, well, there's a like ear wolf name. is a podcast thing, I think. The ear wolf, yeah, 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 that's true. Koi wolf would be a good name for koi like wolf media productions. Company. Yeah. Sorry, when in nature, nature calls. I guess. Did you just pee so. in my woods? No. Just pee in the middle of my yard? Yeah, in the driveway. He, oh, he didn't in pee. The I was hoping Lindsay. Oh, he didn't pee. I was hoping Lindsay Did would you get come a home. Fecal transplant. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> driveway. Jesus. He just yeah, fecally transplanted your driveway. I hope not. It's fine. So but, I had a, a topic to bring up. Bring it oh, up shit. for the podcast. Yeah, bring it up. I'm gonna be like Will and interview you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I was having a conversation with a friend recently, and it sort of turned into blind spots, like blind spots in your life. Where you lived for so long without knowing something that everyone knows. Yes. And then learned it really late. So the, so I have two that I can start with to kind of prime you guys. Sure. Maybe you can think of something in your own life. Go for it. So for me, my blind spot, and then this is so specific and like doesn't matter, but <laughs> so you know uh, sudden infant death syndrome? Yes. Yeah. I thought that it was sudden instant death syndrome. And <laughs> Duplicative, like... And like I never heard anyone talk about like what it actually was i just had heard people say that those words and so i yeah. thought that there was a disease that anyone could have called sudden instant death syndrome so it wasn't just it relegated to infants it was like you could be 40 and just that it, yeah and like wow. and it was something where you could just drop dead and never know and, <laughs> and so i was i was like man that's so scary that like all of us one of us could have that like what if i have that and i just died one day when did you figure this out like 20 
<laughs> yeah. I was, I was hoping you didn't say like Or yesterday. like later. No, it was like, yeah. I think it was actually like after I graduated college. I read I a like, paper <laughs> the other week. Could you guys believe this? There's sudden infant death <laughs> syndrome. Well, yeah. It's so close to incident. Is that death. related to SIDS? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you went through all of Princeton and just like people are like, hey, like, you know, his, yeah. his brother died of SIDS. And you're like, oh my God, your brother just instantly died. Wow. How old was he? That doesn't affect a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. He was an infant. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, Clay, so early. So young. All right, so specifically, or do you want to give your second example? Well, so the second example, well, unless you thought of one already. I was going to say uh, actual words and misunderstanding what they are. For all intents and purpose, Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't know that it was in intense, I-N-T-E-N-T-S. Yeah. I guess I thought it was, like, intense. intense. Oh, I've what I, what I thought... For a while, was that it was for all intensive. That's oh, that thought. yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly yeah. what I thought it was. Okay, yeah. yeah. But it's I intense actually, and purpose. Yeah. So I wrote back. I my girlfriend in high school broke up with me in college, and I wrote her one and said for all intensive purposes. Oh man. And her new boyfriend wrote me back was like, it's intense. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> wow, what a cheat. Yeah. What? He wrote Mother. you back. What? what he wrote you back? Yeah, he was. That's messed up. Also, yeah. you should just be like, but also, have fun with that fucking loser. Like, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you're gonna it's grammatically like, wow, correct me, dick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, total asshole. Have but, fun. But also, like, that kind of pains me. I feel for you, man. Because thanks, like, it was rough. If was, you I, sent a letter yeah. to like a girl who dumped you, and then that means like she showed it to him. Yeah, and they he laughed, responded, and she yes. let him respond, which means she didn't care. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm hurting no, I mean, you now. You know, it's been 22 years, but yeah. I'm still Adam's like yeah. the wound but is, is still raw. Brutal, dude. Was, that girl sounds hard. like a. Yeah, you know. I still remember it. I can still picture it on the screen. Oh, that what a brutal. dick! Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's your what's your other one? Oh, so the other one was the friend said <clears throat> that she is allergic to celery, but she didn't know it, and she it, ate celery like her whole life, and it would give her this like tingly feeling in her throat so, so she's, she's allergic to water because that's what celery i know is. i've never yeah. heard of anyone being allergic to celery but she, until she was like 22 and she loved celery and the reason she loved it is because it gave her this tingly feeling that was really cool and she thought that everyone <laughs> experienced that with celery and that's why people liked celery and so one day her mom asked her like oh so why do you like celery so much why are you always eating it and you're right. like just have like a plate of just plain celery here and she's like oh i just love the feeling that it gives you in your throat and her mom's like what the <laughs> what? what are feeling? you talking about <laughs> and then she went to a she doctor and they were like, like yeah that's oh. not normal like you got to stop eating <laughs> yeah, celery your throat is closed but does yeah. she still eat it because it's like it's not obviously affecting well her. that's how we count that's how it came up we were eating wings and she starts munching the celery down and her boyfriend's like what are you doing? You're allergic. <laughs> She's like, I don't yeah, care. I That's a good allergy to have, though. It's not like anaphylactic shock allergy. Well, yeah, it's obviously not severe enough, but that's probably so because she's been eating it her whole life. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like how much worse would it be if she'd stopped early, you know? That's funny. Do you have one? I do. I uh, I thought that to quit cold turkey, you actually had to consume cold turkey. <laughs> <laughs> like, Till for the when? longest time. Oh probably until I was 25. Oh I was like, oh, yeah, God. do I quit cigarettes? There's some property in like uncooked <laughs> turkey that will... Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, salmonella, and then well, you'll yeah, feel the... like shit for three yeah, weeks, puke everything shit, out, and you're going to say, fine. I'm but changing my life. For the longest time. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it, an embarrassingly long time. I thought that that's how you quit cigarette smoking. Yeah. Nice. Did, so did you ever try to quit something and no. eat cold turkey? No. Thank God, Gross. no. Although I feel like it would probably work if you did get sick. And you like were so sick that you couldn't smoke a cigarette. Yeah. That you'd 
after that. Oh, so you so you thought it only applied to smoking? Because uh, I'm wondering, I like, so. what I... if what if you ate too much turkey and you had to quit cold turkey? What would you eat? That would be tough. I yeah. already eat cold turkey. Well, what, like, what do I do? Oh, no. There's like a you, I gotta quit cold chicken. <laughs> well, that, there's a Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, I, I uh, I'm allergic to cotton, but I can't take any pills because I can't get into the the jar to take it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. uh, that just reminded me of a story. Our dad uh, uh, was at home one night and was like had to get dinner, um, and he went into the fridge and saw this Pyrex dish of my mom at the time was making a lot of farro salad and grain yeah. salads and stuff. He pulled oh, it God, out. This story makes me sick. He I was going to say, I can already tell this is not it's gross. He looked in it. He was like, oh, okay, it's a farro salad. It's got some feta cheese and chopped peppers and stuff in it. And so he, he takes a bite and he was like, hmm, all right, let me just heat it up because there's not a ton of flavor to it. Uh, Puts it in the microwave, heats it up, you know, 30 seconds quickly and sees it. And he's like, oh, okay, it's changing color a little bit and takes another bite. He's like, not quite warm enough. Puts it back in the cha- microwave. What's changing color? Puts it back in the microwave for oh, I didn't know 30 he more seconds. I thought he just ate this cold out of the fridge. He had a couple bites cold yeah. and then put it in the microwave. Wasn't quite warm enough. Put it back in the microwave, pulled it out. It was hot and it had turned like an actual like brown and grayish color. And he was thinking to himself, why, why is this farro salad changing color as I heat it up? And then he realized, holy shit, this is ground turkey for turkey burgers. And he was eating it raw, saying like, oh, maybe I should just heat this up more. And the only reason he didn't get sick is he had just come off of uh, a Z-Pack and like a hardcore antibiotic. And he said, that is the only reason I think my body was able to fight this. He ate that much of it, too. He said forkfuls. Yeah. Forkfuls of raw turkey. He ate like half a pound of this thing, yeah. And and he was... Be, he was like, I am so nauseous thinking about what I just did. Yeah. And I need to pay attention to myself, like see what happens over the next 12 hours. If yep. I get sick, woke up the next morning, felt fine. And never smoked another cigarette. I never smoked another <laughs> cigarette. He was done. It worked like a charm. Quit cold turkey. Yeah. I was, uh, when I was living in the city, I, this is how mature I was or am. I bought <laughs> Lucky Charms. I had Lucky Charms. I would buy that today. Yeah, was, man. Yeah. I still eat that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sweet. So, so I was, uh, you know, one morning I was like, oh, wow, that's weird. I have like this like little black, like burnt toasted yeah yeah sometimes you get those yeah, yeah. i was like oh okay cool whatever oh, keep eating no no, I was like, no oh there's no. another one that's weird uh, uh no bugs all over it oh I dude from your closet or from, like my pantry there was like some little did you like, eat them i had a, i had a few oh uh, no ran out to the store and bought those plastic like first i threw out the rest of it i mean i had a couple handfuls yeah a few more bites but uh then i threw out and bought uh, bought the uh those Seal plastic containers like, containers and yeah. never had cereal without those again when Ugh. i lived in the city do you realize how many bugs sick. you've eaten in your entire life though and not realized it yeah yeah but if i don't realize it that's yeah fine. you don't realize it doesn't do anything right harm. but the fact is i mean i just assumed they were like baby cockroaches they weren't they were probably some other bug but oh. yeah Ugh. it was like that's so gross yeah i mean like yeah eating bugs is actually probably not bad for you at all no. but, but it's just a nasty thought it's a thought know? yeah it's disgusting dude i sometimes i think about like on did you ever used to watch Fear Factor? Yeah. And yeah. the second challenge is always one of those gross it's ones. They just have a bunch one. of cockroaches and they mash them up and then they drink it. And I'm like, I, and in every single episode, every person just downs it. No yeah. one quits that challenge. They're just like, okay, I'll do it. I could never do that. Yeah, because those people desperately yeah. need 50 grand. Also, do you think that they, that it was made up? Do you think that those people are actually drinking like a protein shake and they made no. it look like? Re- that was real. You think so? Definitely. I, I would assume it's real. Joe Rogan was the host of that, and he talks about it. But what was the point of that challenge if it didn't if it didn't eliminate anyone? It did. Are you kidding me? 
did it? Yeah, people like would puke. Yeah, there was a, there was quantity or something. Generally, think, dude, they were huge. It was like yes. a like a pint glass yeah, full of it. Disgusting. it so yeah, they'd gross. fill a blender with cockroaches, grind it up, and then put it into like a twenty ounce it glass was, and you'd like, finish it. I like to me a gross challenge would be like you have to eat one cockroach. Yeah, they were eating like an entire like family co- colony of. Them. All right, would you rather eat like a crunchy full on cockroach or just like a cup of like pulverized cockroach? Neither. Cockroaches are my least favorite creature. Cockroaches freak me out. Yeah, they're pretty nasty. I, I honestly, it never used to, it never used to bother me the thought of them until you live somewhere where they are. Yeah, and then you can, you never get over it. Done. I, I agree. It I totally agree. Freaks you out. I, I do not. I'd be like, I'm gonna go make fifty thousand dollars the honest way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just work hard. Not, not yeah. eat a fucking cockroach. Yeah, There's or buy a lottery of, like, ticket. Just having do that. bugs crawl over you like while you're sleeping really freaks me out. Yeah. Yes. I was. Um, my brother got married in Mexico, and the we had this villa, and I wasn't in a bedroom. I was sleeping on like the couch, and all the windows and doors were open. Um, so I go, you know, I wake up in the morning, fine, everything, um, and then my cousin was like, like found this like tarantula right next to the couch that I'm sleeping on. Uh, like, oh man! Definitely crawled over my face. Yeah, definitely. Night. Yeah. Yeah, and that, like when you go on vacation to tropical places like that, guaranteed. Or when you go stay in some crappier Airbnb, yeah, uh, or somebody else's place, stuff's crawling all, all over you. Yeah, you just don't realize it. Including bed bugs. No, bed bugs it's, is a real deal. Like I, that, if you have bed bugs, that's you know it, and out. you fumigate. I've <laughs> also heard that with bed bugs, it it ruins, it like could ruin people's lives in just in that. Even if you move, you yeah. burn the place down, whatever, like, you never feel safe sleeping again. Like, I've oh. heard bed bugs are, like, really the like the worst. I'm, like, itching now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we yeah. do not have bed bugs. Like but it's, a, it's a, one of those things where I'm, like, okay, I can understand that it would be bad. But I, the idea of bed bugs doesn't gross me out the way right. cockroaches do. Because right. I've lived with cockroaches and I haven't. And so, like, I pray to God I yeah. never have <laughs> to deal with bed bugs because I would never feel good again. No. It would be horrible. Get a clean enough place, and hopefully you'll never have to deal with it. Yeah, but yeah. you need, like, one person to come in and, like, sleep in your bed, right? Or sleep on your couch and just... Yeah. Dude, Is... I, I saw a video recently where they burned down this house because it was so infested with cockroaches. Oh, I saw that. Yes. Saw, yeah, it was, like, on that. Reddit recently really? or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they go... The firefighters go into the house first, and they have, a you know, like, a GoPro or something, and they're just sort of filming around, and that part, it skeeved me out so much. You can literally hear... Just like the pitter patter of cockroaches uh, everywhere, they're uh, just like sort of looking around this house, and in the background, all you hear is just like gross. And every yeah. literally every gross. surface they point at, it's just covered in like spots. And oh. you get up close, and they're all cockroaches. It's uh, and they had to burn it down. They dug like a moat around the house, so, like and burned the moat so that any so cockroaches trying to escape would land in the moat and burn. That's kind of gnarly. That's, that's awesome. pretty awesome. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, that's when I want to be a firefighter. Yeah, yeah. Like, burn you motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, I've got one more sort of late to the party uh, bits of knowledge that I oh, learned. A blind spot or a, a blind spot? Okay. Yeah. When I was 21 in college, I finally realized. You found the clitoris? No. <laughs> no. Well, like, if you find it, let me know where it is. I was 24. Oh, maybe. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I finally realized that Catholicism was an arm of Christianity. Like Wait, I what? thought they were two dis- completely distinct religions like catholicism is from protestant from episcopalian from you know united methodist those are all christianity Wait, though. and i didn't know that well, like you, you i don't think you're a christian 
like you you grew up Catholic. Yes. And it's like, oh, I'm a Catholic. And it was just that, like that Christ guy. Yeah. Ooh. But see, that's the th- that's oh, the Jesus weird Christ. thing. I'm down with. <laughs> yeah. Christ? No, 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 no way. <laughs> that and guy, that's the weird that thing is Christian? like, yeah, no. That we studied religion. Fuck. We went to CCD and Sunday school, and we were confirmed and everything. We went to church, but it just never occurred to me that there's Christianity, the whole, and then the different sex yeah. below. But it's not like Christianity as a whole is like is an organized thing, You're right? So, like Catholicism almost is kind of a separate thing because you know everyone talks about the Pope and yeah. being like this important world figure, but he's just the leader of the Catholic just, Church. Just, just like, right. who's the leader of the Episcopal Church? Does anyone, I mean, do they I don't think they, like the Archbishop of Canterbury or something? I don't I grew up Episcopalian, so that's why I can, there episode you go. 50. That has a nice ring to it, just like the Pope, you know? Yeah, the Pope, Pope. Archbishop of Canterbury. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we say it to you. But yeah, Catholicism <laughs> almost is like its own thing. So well, I don't blame especially because it's, um, it's... But outside of Christianity, you assumed it was just not even related to Christianity. What, Catholicism? Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think I, I thought that, and I knew the two were related in some way. But okay. it, the, I think I finally realized it when somebody was like, oh, you're a good Christian boy. And I was like, but I'm not Christian. I'm, I'm Catholic. <laughs> and they're like, do you understand oh. that that is Christian? And I was just like, oh, I'm dumb. <laughs> I was like one of those uh, book smart street dumb comments that yeah. you could make. Yeah. But to be fair, like when you, you go to CCD and all the stuff – Sunday school in, in the Catholic Church, yeah. they're not sitting there telling you you're a Christian. They're telling you you're a Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Like the Catholic identity is important. And yes. And it is much more so uh, a much more conservative uh, yeah. part of Christianity. Totally. Yeah. Um, and maybe and, that's why they're more all about Catholicism. Yeah. And that's bad because it should be like this one, oh, it's great. We all believe in the same God and, we all, and Jesus died for all of us, right? But like instead, you have like Protestants hate Catholics. Yeah. yeah, probably totally. more than they hate like Muslims, you know. Yeah, like, so, burning like, each other at the stakes yeah. in England. Dude, like my grandmother found out that my mom was marrying a Catholic. She was like, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> "Yeah, it's like a big deal to some people." Yeah, yeah, totally. I, th- I always think it's like funny how they'll say stuff like, "Oh, uh, John F. Kennedy was the first Catholic president." Yeah, and you're like, "Why? Why is why? that an important? Yeah, who cares?" Thing. It's also crazy that well, like it dude, back then wasn't thought, a Catholic president. They thought president. the Pope was basically going to take over America. When he became president. Really? Yeah, they're like, well, now the Pope has influence in America. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. JFK doesn't meet with the Pope on yeah, the regular. Right, yeah, like, exactly. But, but now now it's like, oh, the presidential candidates have to meet with the Pope in order to get some sense of legitimacy, you know? Right, or they have yeah. to say, you know, what's your favorite, when they go talk in front of evangelicals, what's your favorite Bible verse? Yeah. And you're just like, okay, yeah. some, some you know, junior age just told me to quote something to yeah. you here. Like, do you not understand that? Yeah. It's like all of a sudden Donald Trump became religious in 2015. Oh, yeah. guys, we're not Sorry, supposed to talk, talk about politics. politics. Yeah. We're not supposed to talk oh, about religion. True. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting the sex change, right? <laughs> uh, should I save Again? a correction? Yeah, yeah you're going okay. back. Yeah, I'm you're going, going back. back. I'm going back. <laughs> should I save a correction for episode 50? No, what is it? Uh, for me? No, for me. Oh, well, of course. Do you know that Nate just spews... So, Will, you, you, you think I don't know? No, no, I don't live with him. Nate, yeah. Nate is like a compulsive liar who doesn't even know that he's a compulsive That's liar. That's exactly right. Literally, the like, problem is when I you, talked about this privately, like, Nate never says anything that's actually truthful, but he's convinced it's truth. If you ask Nate a question, like, I've never heard Nate answer a question with just, like, I don't know. Right. He has to. That's like, not true. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's yeah. That is not oh, actually, true. Yeah. I say I don't know. But also, like, you'll just do random stuff. <laughs> like, like, uh, you'll like yesterday is a good example. Like, we came back from the boat show, and Will comes in, and the first thing you say, you're like, "So, Dad bought a boat, <laughs> like for no reason, <laughs> you know? 
Why not? But he didn't. <laughs> like, I know it's it's funny. So what? It's, it's a little funny. more fun. But then when we do it like every day, when I honestly like uh, when we didn't when I didn't realize it was that picture of Holly in a group text message, our old our old dog. Yeah, yeah. I didn't believe you. Because you didn't believe me, and I was like, I am tone. convinced I, that is not our dog, the yeah. old dog. And you're like, just shut up. I know you're lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead serious. Because yeah. that's the other thing is Nate. That's why I say Nate's just a compulsive liar. It's not just like he's trying to prank people. It's like right. even if it's even if it you know re- reflect bad on him like oh i didn't realize that that was a thing he'll right. just make you he just wants to make you think something that's not true <laughs> like, i'm just gonna convincing like i'm gonna convincing people just, of, just of enter- certain things yeah he's just entertained by lying <laughs> like, <laughs> so what's this that you have to correct about mormonism and why they are so interested in um oh genealogy and genealogy and okay. and, and well, oh imagery. yeah nate you were spouting like conspiracy theories basically yeah well then maybe that's all the information i had at the time was reading about conspiracy theories what are you alex yeah. jones let's not go there okay we're not getting <laughs> political uh, uh no, but uh, I guess the the big reason is because they still believe in um, I, whatever baptizing after death, yes. uh, and so it's important to them to have this genealogy record so that they can identify those who have Mormon uh, blood or relationships in okay. their uh, in their family tree to then be able to baptize them and bring them into the church. And what was that's the truth. That's the truth. What did you? I say? think I was saying it was like when Armageddon came around, they wanted to make sure that they knew who was. Yeah, they can who bring was them holy. Onto their ark. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is true that they do have you an might, underground. You bunker. probably said that. I was like, oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm not gonna argue that. You ate it up like everyone yeah. of Nate's victims does. Fuck. No, I'm pretty sure you all said like, wait a second, that doesn't sound right, but we'll check that later because we're not actively googling this stuff on the episode. So I'm glad that Nate is bringing up all of his corrections before episode 50 right. because on episode 50 you're still going to have to correct his corrections. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we will we will, we will absolutely smooth this out. Yeah. I still don't trust Nate's answer about baptism no. after. Should death. we do it at like episode 25 then cuz <laughs> that'll yeah. be sooner. Do you have like a running list of corrections or are you just going to try and I think Will does. Spot? I'm sure Will does. Okay. Yeah. We'll go back through. If somebody wants to make that list. Will's taking like vigorous notes every episode. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't do it driving. He actually sits down at his desk and yeah. puts his headphones in. He's like, all right. He's studying. Listen if you're bored. Yeah. And he just like, make that bullshit meter goes off. He's like, this sounds bullshit. Yeah. 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 Go. Basically, anytime he hears my voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's talking again. <laughs> yep. Here yeah. we go. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. I, every episode that I listen to, I think of a new funny edit that I can do for you guys. Well, do it. You're, that one actually, edit you made was fantastic. Yeah. The, the one that I wanted to do was on maybe two episodes ago, you guys were talking about how you have like bad speaking habits. Like, Adam, you were saying. I say like. 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 Yeah. And Nate was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should work on it. And then Nate proceeds to say, um, every third word for an hour. Yeah. Just like, um. So, yeah, then I was, um. That's what you were going to so, edit? So I wanted to make an edit where Adam is saying, like, oh, I shouldn't say like so much. And then have Adam do, like, a couple likes. And then just have Nate going, um, 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 <laughs> for, like, 300 times. That would be amazing. Lindsay, oh, should we ask Lindsay if she has any blind spots? Do you have any blind spots? Oh, yeah. Oh, mine was that I thought sudden infant death syndrome. I thought it was sudden instant death syndrome and that, like, everyone walking around could have it and just drop dead one day. That's pretty awful. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm really glad that I learned that wasn't true. Yeah. That would be a (laughs) terrifying way to live your life. (laughs) I would be in constant terror that I was just going to die, just drop dead. Did you guys ever read, like, a, a puberty book growing up to try and figure out like what you were going to expect when you hit puberty. I read Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, and still haven't gotten my period. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong sex. Oh, that would explain it, yeah. 
Uh, I read everybody poops and still haven't pooped. Oh, then <laughs> you need a fecal transplant. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about fecal transplants. That. <laughs> is that normal? No. Is that a blind spot or? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a fine. big blind spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have? Did you have something else to bring up? No, blind spots was my topic. It's good. It's a good one. I like that. I had one. Oh Jesus. We we can. Stop. I mean, wait. I I will I no. will admit I don't want to take all this credit. How I Met Your Mother is came up with that. Came up with the idea of a blind spot, yeah. I mean, they didn't come up with it, but I'm stealing the word blind spot from Okay. Them. It's good. It's accurate. That's why I was saying late to the party. Yeah. Why don't we title it that so we're not stealing blind spots? Who gives a shit? It's your podcast. Um, Call it yeah. whatever you want. Uh, I was going to say, what are your, any, if you have any, <clears throat> weird personal tics or habits? That I'm willing to share on my yeah, I mean, wow, Sure. I mean, well, I'm, I'm willing to share mine. So, <laughs> do we want? Are we willing to hear it? <laughs> They're really random and weird. Okay. Well, well, I need to hear yours because I don't. Sure. I mean, I, I've, I need to know how I've personal I can my head get. Already. When? Yeah. yeah. When the volume on like a TV or radio in your car or something is listed in terms of a number, you can't have it on an odd number. It has to be an even number or zero or five. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I. That's actually. A, a very normal thing. I've heard a lot of people really? say that. I yeah, I would feel anxiety if I left it on like nineteen. Yes. Oh, that's horrible. And right. so that's a bad yeah. number. Oh. Same thing associated with numbers. When I walk, or when I run, sometimes I count my steps. It was really bad, like six or seven years ago. I'd count my steps. Odd number always had to fall on my right, and even number was on my left foot. Wait, yeah. hold on a second. When you count, you'd count your entire run. You'd be up to like no. I mean, I, like I'd count up to a hundred and then reset to zero. Okay. Uh, I used to do that with rowing. I used to like, yeah, I'd count my head all the time. Count yeah. strokes. Yeah. I taught myself to not count, otherwise I'd kill myself. Yeah, it was. Once I realized how many it was. I think it was like a meditative thing. Yeah, I mean, I, right. I would always reset, but I would you yeah. know do like. Ten yeah, on, especially ten if you're sitting in an eight and you're just like doing out cardio, or you're on the erg and you need to pass the time. I count songs when I'm on the erg, and yeah. I know eleven yeah. songs is a forty-five minute erg piece. That's what I used to do: is I'd put the monitor back. Yeah. <laughs> not do any sort of time and i'd yeah. say i'm gonna erg for 10 songs today yeah or tomorrow or i'm gonna erg for and it you know, on average gets you to like 40 or 45 minutes yeah and then and then when you're doing that and a song comes up on your playlist that you know is like six minutes long yeah like no no that's when i love it because i'm like oh yes then i only have to listen to nine songs oh but oh, if no, you're no, no. erging so what i'm doing is i'm saying i'm gotcha. stopping it at nine songs no matter what and some of my right. songs are long and some gotcha. of them are short <laughs> gotcha so when a short one comes on you're like yes yes erg for less do less work yeah yeah. Gotcha. I set the time, and then when a long song comes on, I'm like, oh, I only have to count to nine songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's All right, so. Oh, who are these? We have into. Uh, what are yours? You have a lot? Nate, those aren't super weird quirks. Yeah. I like. Gracie, I, like, ratted me out with them. What? Uh, about the volume thing? Yeah. She was like, do you guys know this See, about Nate? I feel like, okay, maybe I this is just a guy thing. I feel like girls don't do that. Yeah. Don't do what? Like, don't care about, like, little, the, the volume thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, or, like in my house, <clears throat> maybe this is a personal quirk. In my apartment, like, I kind of need everything to be, like, categorized. You okay. know? not I'm not, like, not organized in, like, a, oh, I'm such a clean freak kind of way. Right. But, like, in the food pantry, Morgan will just, she'll just, like, throw everything, no matter where it is. As long as it's in the same cabinet, she doesn't care. But for me, it's, like... No, no, no. I want the pasta to all be kind of here. Yes. And like the breakfast foods, since yes. like I'm going to be accessing all these things sort of at, at the, the same, same time. times. Right. Like I don't want to have to like, you know, throw your ramen packages off of my like Fruit loops. brown sugar for my oatmeal, you know? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. But she'll just like throw, and like in the fridge, 
like I'm like this shelf is for this shelf is for liquids and make sure that the heavy things go towards the side so they're better supported yeah. and like everything is like a like yeah. has to have like a an engineering justification for why yeah. it's where it is you know it can't just be somewhere that's good yeah I, I can see that I I don't know if I have that same quality but I I'm more of like throw and go whereas Lindsay is like make sure everything's yeah. okay management. yeah yeah I mean I derive a horrible and fantastic satisfaction out of picking nose hairs out of my nose. Oh man, interesting. Yeah. Like, do you do you use like a tweezer or no, something? You just sit there like this. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. And like people think I'm like picking my nose. No, I just I don't know why. Just pulling nose hairs. Pulling nose hairs. It's nice. I, disgusting. I know. I kind of I kind of hate it, but also love it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like when you have one, you're just like, like oh, I hate that hurt. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, nose hairs are really really hurt when but, you get them out. Like that the is the ones that like connect to your brain. Like, <laughs> kind of grow this way. See, we're not that old, old yet, yeah. so yeah. our nose hairs don't Mine's grow like out like right that. here. Yeah. Just I was thinking tip. about this. I was uh I was working on a television show and we were having auditions. This was I was probably like 30, maybe it was 29 or 30. And I remember I was this guy came in who was a stand-up comedian and he had his eyebrows were like unkept. Like, he had, like, eyebrow hairs growing out. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, control that shit. Like, I don't, like, what would make you do that? Cut to, like, two years later, and all of a sudden, my eyebrow hairs just, like, Go exponentially everywhere. grew. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Now I get it. Like, you I gotta to start trimming your shit. eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. Such a weird thing. Oh, God, what's gonna happen to me? I've already got, like, these huge caterpillars on my face. D- well, it's, you yeah, gotta trim maintain. Yeah. It's tough. And Grace, it, you'll I- see one straggler, and she'll be like, I'm getting it, and pull it out, and you're just like, <gasps> yeah. Like start crying out of that one eye. But I yeah. figured out how to. There's there's a trick to it now. You use a comb, and scissors. And oh. Like put the comb, comb up, it up. And then yeah, my stylist taught me that. So <laughs> one, I yeah. So I've never done anything to my eyebrows. Like I think I just you know make sure I don't have them in the yeah, middle. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise I'd have well, you're a serious human. Eyebrow, right? Come on. But, but <laughs> I was getting a haircut like last year, and the lady was like, "Oh, do you want me to trim your eyebrows too?" And I took that as like. A, an offense. You should probably trim your eyebrows. So totally. I was like, yeah, sure. Not yeah. really thinking about it. And she did it, and I, f- I didn't feel right for like weeks. You didn't feel she right. Sha- did she shape them? She did like the comb thing where she yeah, kind of took just, comb and then just took the buzzer and just went like, Zoop. yeah, just to make it shorter. And then afterwards, I was like, oh my God, where are my eyebrows? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, why did I do that? How long are they going to take to grow back? Charlie, it's going to get to a point where you're just, you're going to need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I f- it felt weird. It felt like my face was different. I don't know. Well, it, it was. I'm probably of, was. I'm fond of my eyebrows. Yeah. Excellent. Is that a weird personal quirk? <laughs> no. Maybe. I mean, we all have personal quirks. Right? We all do. <clears throat> Even if they're ones that I share with maybe hundreds of millions of other people. Yeah. What yeah. What is something that, like, Gracie would make fun of you for the most? Uh, she doesn't make fun of me, but she does. She's like, oh, sorry, I need to make the volume correct. Yeah. yeah. Like, she just doesn't care about that. Yeah. At all. Yeah, uh, so patronizing. Yeah, it really is. Doesn't she care about your anxiety? No, uh, <laughs> not at all. There are there are uh, particular places in the fridge that like the milk has to go, uh, or the cheese has to go. And sometimes if she doesn't put it in there, she's like, Nate, whatever. And I said, No, Gracie, just put it in this place. Like that's yeah. it. She's like, Okay, sure, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, so you're just you're making me think now on the because if mine is you know, having everything be like categorized in the kitchen. Yeah. It's, it's weird in that it's not everything. So I, all I really care about is that, um, like in the silverware drawer, mm-hmm. obviously you put the things in different slots, right? right? But now Morgan like is like afraid to put them in the wrong one. 
and she thinks that I'm going to get mad if the forks aren't on the left side, if she if she does the forks oh. on the in a different slot or something. Yeah. And every time that she's putting the silverware away, she's like, oh, like, sorry, which one was, like, the forks again? I'm like, I, I don't care which one it <laughs> goes in as long as they're all together. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, fair. I've told her 50,000 times that I don't care, and she's mm-hmm. still, like, she's, like, afraid. But then she doesn't, when she opens up the thing and needs to put her food in there, she doesn't think about it then. Like, <laughs> come on. It's so like, inconsiderate. I have yeah. a, a very similar sort of thing. Lindsay will get mad at me if we're eating dinner and I put a spoon out and we don't need spoons. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the other night, I was like, so just so we're clear, is this a spoon meal or a non-spoon <laughs> meal? And she's like, wait, why are you being a dick? And I was like, no, no, no. I just need to know. Yeah. And I, get I have at. anxiety now that if I set the table and I put a spoon out or I forget to put a spoon out, yeah. that you're going to fl- freak out at me. And she's like, tonight is a spoon night, Adam. You can bring spoons. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thank God. But okay. it's kind of upsetting being on, on the other end of that, thinking like, it makes you think like, oh, no, like, is my spouse like afraid of ups- right. afraid well, yeah. of me? Like afraid <laughs> well, of my yeah. reaction well, I mean, to these things? I like, met my wife. I'm <laughs> yeah. legitimately afraid of her. Yeah. But it makes you feel bad. Then you're like, oh, no, maybe I shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> Like, maybe right. I should be nicer or something. Yeah. And she's very nice yeah. about it. I mean, yeah. but yes, it's... But I think it comes more from, you know, you think that in your mind because you feel guilty. But it, it really right. comes from a place of like, oh, I just I just want this person to, you know, have yeah, the things they yes. want to have in their kitchen. Of course. Do you guys like to hang the toilet paper over the top of the yes. roll or yes. have it come I'm under? I'm not a fucking heathen. Wait, over the top? Go over. Go yeah, over. I used to not care. Oh, wait, care, I go over and the then, top. You're right. I used to not care. And then recently I started caring a lot. Mostly you because Morgan will put it, yeah, put it the other way, and it pisses me off now. She goes on. Why would you do that? Now I, I get it from a like gravity sense that you just you just like throw the to- the roll back, and it's gonna naturally fall Ugh. down the back. Whereas coming over the top, it doesn't it doesn't as easily separate from the roll. It's the same exact thing. It doesn't matter which way it is. It doesn't feel like it is. It's still gravity. It doesn't feel like it is. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. I know it is, but it just doesn't feel like it. It's just harder to, like, tear off. Christians and Catholics, man. (laughs) Same exact thing. And, if anything, it's easier when it's coming over the front because when it's in the back and there's that little, like, tab hanging off for you to pull, you can't see it. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I go over the top, too. Yeah. Everyone goes over the top. Not everyone. Who doesn't go over the top? Who enjoys going the other way? What's the advantage? There's no advantage. Here's another toilet paper question. Do you guys fold or crumple? Fold what? Like when you're like wiping fold your ass? sheet sheet over? Yeah, I like make a flower. I yeah, actually I'm kind do of like, like a little boat. <laughs> a flower, like, a, like you know, sailboat. Oh, you do some origami with yeah, it. Yeah, do some or, or crane. Yeah. I, call, I, I fashion it into a glove. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I use half a roll uh, every dump. Wait, you yeah. haven't you haven't ever pooped though? So oh, how? Well, when you get to the point, it's for when I'm wiping oh. my friends and family. <laughs> When you do fecal transplants. <laughs> yeah. Or you like Never one of those weirdos who wipe after you pee. <laughs> Wait, do you fold? Uh, so I, I, always growing up, I crumpled. Of course. And then for a little while, I changed to folding. And now what I do is kind of like a combination of the you two. C- crumple, fold. Like, I, yeah, I kind of crumple and then I, and then I do like a fold around it. So it's still got some texture, but it's like, but it is a smooth, you know, piece up against your butt. Charlie at a very young age, and I mean like seven or eight years old, realized the high quality alone time that you get yes. when you're in the bathroom going number what? two because we would go to a restaurant and say we're at like post corner pizza going i don't know this is true fake news. no not Possibly fake news not okay, fake news go ahead Nate. and and i guarantee you my siblings will agree with this we will go to a restaurant or something and you know the meal would end and we're getting ready to leave and charlie's yeah. like i have to go to the bathroom and he'd go up and go to the bathroom 20 minutes later 
He's still in there. And we're just like, what? Charlie's got to be taking a dump. You would go for the longest time. I have no, no idea. There's no way this is true because until I'm dead I was, serious. No, because until I was probably until I probably went to college, I used to take the fastest poops. Well, I, then there was a line that was 25 40, people long 45 every time. Seconds tops, like from from closing the door to opening the door again, it would be 45 seconds. No, it, it was unbelievable. I can't believe I'd be misremembering it to the exact opposite, but this I'm almost positive. We're right. gonna ask we're gonna ask Will and Eleanor. But you would, I feel I like you would be away. I can't wait for episode 50. That's going to be great. That's yeah. going to be very eye-opening. Let's get all of our guests back on for episode 50 so we can so just Charlie correct Will and everything Mark. and yeah. Mark. Well, I'm correcting this right now. That didn't happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I almost guarantee you. But no, you because I discovered that joy in college. Like, it wasn't probably until, like, I had, you know. But maybe it wasn't a joy to you when you were eight or ten. You were just like, I'm just going to sit here. No. That's great, man. That's that's what I do now. Yeah. I'm like, you now. It's, like, at work, people probably think I either have, like, bowel issues or i'm doing like rails of cocaine i'm just sitting there like this is my alone time this is me sometimes yeah. i don't even have to poop i'm just like sitting there and i'm like i'm just gonna hang out for a while and yeah it's a good break but so that's my point is that i like there's no way that i would have discovered that joy and then gone back to to being really fast yeah like you would you don't leave that once you once discover you're there, you're there. <laughs> so like i had to have only transitioned one way you know all right we're gonna we're gonna find out I think the real story here is that it was probably Nate, and he's like, Passing he's repressing it yeah. to, to be me yeah, so that he exactly doesn't feel guilty about it. <laughs> no, I'd be sitting at the table waiting, be like, I just want to leave, and Charlie's still in the bathroom. This probably happened like one time, and I was like yeah. sick. Yeah. <laughs> now Nate thinks it was it's all like, wow. It happened every time. All right, we'll go back and correct it. Good. That's a high note to end on. Yeah, we talked a lot about poop on this episode. I already know the name of it. Excellent. The name of the episode. It's going to be Poop Pops. Poop Popsicle. Poop Popsicle. Or shit talking. Or brown note. Brown note. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I want to actually, like, discover that note and play it and see what happens. It's not real. I, mean, I know it's not real, but there's, like, there is a certain decibel or level that uh, apparently, like, really fires up your guts. And that's why, like, there's the myth of the brown note. But did you hear that, like, if you play Skrillex to mosquitoes, they die? <laughs> What? what? Yeah, there's like some That's Skrillex awesome. song that if you play it, this maybe needs to be your new a next a next episode on Paperboy Pod. Uh, it kills them. Yeah, they, or they like can't breed or something. <laughs> Seriously, nice. Yeah, but I was like, shit. It's got to be. There has to be more songs than that because it's it's just a, a wavelength yeah. issue for them. Well, yeah. like there are those you know sonic repellent. Like you can right. get a speaker for your oh yeah here yeah, that yeah, yeah will true keep away. So he probably just has some frequency in there. That's that's so funny. Counts. Good job, Skrillex. Yeah. All right. Doing a service. Charlie, Charlie coming on, man. Yeah. Do you want to plug your podcast? Yeah, Paperboys Podcasts on pretty much any store, uh, any podcast app. Paperboyspodcast.com if you want to check it out. You can email submissions. You can tweet them. You can go on Instagram. Yeah, if you have any, like, you know, recent science news that you've come across, send like it to Skrillex us. Like Skrillex and Mosquitoes. Like Skrillex and Mosquitoes. Yeah. It'll give us an excuse to play Skrillex on our podcast. <laughs> there you go. So. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which... Your guys, you guys changed your intro music just just once. Okay, so it, it was, was weird. It was I know. I, I know, actually I'm kind so, of enjoyed it. It was, it was very quite relaxing. soothing. Yeah, but I'm like, so it's... used to uh, Dave Matthews Band bartender live. I'm sorry. Is it live or is it the Lily White session? It's the Lily White session. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Is it bad that I know <laughs> that's like the particular versions of Dave Matthews Band uh, songs? Maybe. Because yeah. I used to have. I mean, I used to have like every freaking concert. And, oh sure. And the sessions. Yeah. And, yep. No, terrible, it was, that that's was also my theme. favorite Dave Matthews Band song. It sounds yeah. really good right now, actually, listening to it beneath your voice as we're fading out. Yeah, right now. Yes, I can totally hear this it. This song right now? Yeah. 
Bartender by, Lily, uh, by Dave Matthews Band from okay. the Lily White Sessions. What's the other one you've been playing? Well, the last one was thirty. Uh, the theme from Thirty Something because it was the last podcast I did when I was. Oh. 30. It was okay. a very inside. Yeah. It, the guitar was so good, and then all of a sudden that weird like flute came pan in. Flute like, came in. What the? Yeah. Yeah, it was Peruvian pan. Flute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Charlie, thanks for coming on, man. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for letting me invite myself. You're welcome.